0: You, me, or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you can hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. It's about how much you can take and keep moving forward. It's how winning is done. This quote was by Rocky Balboa in the movie Rocky Balboa. Folks, how many times in your life has something terribly gone wrong? Or perhaps life has thrown you a curveball that you just didn't expect, and you didn't know what to do about it. Have you ever been in a situation where you kept getting hit from one roadblock to another? Imagine driving with your spouse on a road trip, getting hit with terrible traffic, and you're literally parked on the freeway for a solid hour, then driving up the mountains on a narrow road... Going through the ridgeline and you're seeing a brush fire literally coming over the ridge. It's like a scene out of the movie, War of the Worlds. And you're looking at your spouse and you're like, what is happening? (laughs) This actually happened to me and my wife a couple years back when we were driving to a conference. There's another quote I want to share. Failure isn't fatal, but failure to change might be. This quote was by John Wooden a famous college basketball coach. In today's episode, I'm gonna dive into the topic of what do when the unexpected happens. What happens when failure hits you like a brick wall when you least expect it? How do you handle a crisis or how do you manage expectations when hits the fan? I'm also gonna share how the bias method is a useful tool for crisis management. What is the bias method? Tune in to find out. Let's cue the intro. Welcome to the Boom Vision Podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Ye. This show is about how to create success on top of a solid foundation of your mind, body, and soul. I created this podcast to give you perspectives and frameworks on how to strengthen your mindset and gain clarity in finding your true north. It's time for you to live an extraordinary life with vision, That you design. Let's get to work. Hi folks, welcome back to episode 19 of the Boom Vision Podcast. Whether you're an entrepreneur or building your career, it's nearly impossible that things always go perfectly planned, right? In business and in life, there's always highs and lows, there's ups and downs. The question you have to ask yourself is do you take life like a roller coaster? Do you throw your hands in the air and yell, let's go? Or do you get motion sickness? Do you buckle or do you freeze? There's a quote I want to share. The only real mistake is the one from which we learn nothing. This quote was by Henry Ford. Folks, today's topic is something I felt compelled to share with you because in the last couple of weeks and three separate occasions from a close friend, a past client and a current client, they've all reached out to me for help because they were handling a crisis or unexpected curveballs. After listening to their situation and how they felt about the situation, I coach how to best empower them and I felt that it would be very helpful to share some of these learnings with you all. So let's just dive right in. When a crisis happens or when poop hits the fan, what do you do? Now. There's what's called the four Fs of trauma. When something really unexpected and shocks you, there's what's called the four Fs. Fight, flight, freeze, and fawn. So what does that mean? The first F is fight. Your impulse or action is to fight the crisis head on. Either it's the confidence, courage, or it might be the adrenaline that swaying you to fight the situation head on. Flight is when you have the impulse to avoid a situation, or when you want to flee from it, is to escape or avoid the crisis or the threat altogether. Freeze is when you either physically, mentally, or even a combination of both, you basically freeze in your tracks. You don't know what to do, you're not able to exactly process how to go about the situation, so you're just standing still. It's like almost being physically or mentally paralyzed. And the fourth F is Fawn. By avoiding the conflict, you're basically being a people pleaser. And that's the behavior that you're exhibiting. It's when you essentially disconnect from your true inner emotions or feelings in order to pacify the situation. Now, the reason why I feel it's important to share these four Fs of trauma is because each of us respond to crisis very differently. Now, given the circumstances and how we're wired consciously and subconsciously, do you have the awareness of how you react when crisis hits, when life throws you a curveball? Do you feel you are reacting to your highest and best? Now, there's a story I want to share, and I've gotten permission from the previous client to be able to share this story with you. While being anonymous this previous client reached out because they were seeking guidance on how to best respond to a situation. And so the situation was that they basically were creating and building a new restaurant. They'd gotten some private equity money and they were building another restaurant in their portfolio. And the problem was that they were hitting budget overruns. Now, they didn't know how to break it to their private equity partner. And so, the steps that I walked them through was that, look, first thing is just breathe. Just take a deep breath, calm yourself. And just get into that calm state because initially when you're hitting that crisis, you might be having adrenaline pumping through your veins. You might be actually having heightened emotions. And the best thing you can do, if it's not life-threatening, is to calm yourself. And then the next couple steps is identify, assess, and finding solutions. Identify. Identify what's happening. Where are the holes in the ship? And once you identify those areas, you have to be able to assess it. What is the assessment? What is the damages? What is the potential problem? And how large is it? Can you quantify it both qualitatively and quantitatively? And then after when you assess, what are the possible solutions? So the four steps are breathe, identify, assess, and solutions. So in this case, I was telling my previous client that take a deep breath to calm yourself down. And then after that, identify. Identify all the variable components that has changed. For example, one of the major components of the budget overrun is the FF&E. FF&E stands for Furnitures, Fixtures, and Equipments. Overall, cost has gone up since the pandemic because of the rising cost in the supply chain management. So it's identifying what are those variable components. In terms of A, assess how much of those variables have changed and why. Because if you think about when they initially budgeted this, this was back in about 2018-2019 before the pandemic those costs back then versus what it looks like now post-pandemic is very different. So if you do a side-by-side comparison, you're able to see what was the expectations going into it before you started versus what does it look like now. And once you're able to see those comparisons, you've got to be able to provide context. If you share the changes without context, you're leaving that part of the imagination to your counterparts to fill in the blanks. And most likely, what they envision what happened will not be the same as what you know really happened. So you got to be able to be clear, concise, and simple in sharing those main highlights when you provide context. And then last but not least is S, solutions. Present a base case for what you expect the budget to be now and the expected opening date versus what could happen if there might be further delays. What are the change orders that are a must versus what are the change orders that are wants so they can prioritize how much additional funding you need in this additional ask for the budget overrun. And so the main takeaway in breaking down these steps is that do you have the awareness on how you're responding to the curveball? If what's happening is not life threatening, are you taking a pause and calming yourself and evaluating which one of the four F's are your is your initial response? What does your impulse naturally gravitate towards? Is it fight? Is it flight? Or is it freeze or fawn? And when you realize that, is that type of response to highest and best? And so what are the action steps you can take with this week's episode? It's what I call the bias method, B-I-A-S. B stands for breathe. Take a deep breath. If you remember, when you exhale longer than you inhale, you're activating your parasympathetic nervous system to be able to calm yourself down. And in that calm state, you're able to quiet your wind tunnel. You're able to lower your adrenaline. You're able to lower the emotions and feelings that are running through your veins. And so once you do that breath work and breathe to calm yourself down, I stands for identify. Identify where the problem areas are at. Where are the symptoms showing up? Metaphorically, where are the holes in the ship? Then A stands for assess. Assess the damages of the situation. Assess where the root causes are coming from. Are you able to quantify or qualify how big or small the damages or problems are at? And last but not least is S. S stands for solutions. What are the different solution options that you can take to alleviate and solve the situation? Is there more than one solution? Now, depending on your situation or crisis, if you're experiencing this alone, then write the bias method down because it can help you solve your crisis in a more calm state. However, if you have more than one person that you need to share this situation with, kind of like my previous client, then you have to learn how to manage expectations. Now, if this is the case, then it just reminds me of a story back when I was working at the family office I like to share. Back then, there was the chief people officer and the chief technology officer, Leonard. It was someone that I really respected and I remember this one time we were having a conversation with other parties on a conference call. I think there was at least 4 or 5 different people on the call. what happened was we knew before going into the conversation that this conversation was not going to be easy. And I remember in the beginning of the call, when Leonard first introduced himself, he immediately said, my name is Leonard, but I wanted to share with you what my intention for the call is today. My intention is to find the most win-win solution for all of us because there's a difficult situation that we have to navigate. And so anything that I share, anything that I provide as feedback or recommendations it has to match this intention of finding a win-win and so when i was listening to leonard kick off this conversation this way it was just something that always stuck with me because he basically framed the intention but also the workability and having everyone just be in alignment that this is not an easy conversation but if we can do it with the right intentions out of the gate then it's a lot easier to work with and so Why I'm sharing that with you is that when you have to manage expectations, it's best to be able to be very clear and transparent on what your intentions are from the beginning before you dive right in. It really sets the tone. And so one of the techniques that I use before delivering, after having done the bias method, before I deliver these news and have a conversation with counterparts, is that before I pick up the phone, before I start that video call, I set my intentions. If you say a prayer and just say, My intention for today's call is to bring as much love, light, and collaborative energy into this conversation. Please support me in holding the space for this energy in this conversation. And I realize that when I do that, not only does it calm my mind and really having my intentions on the forefront, but I'm really giving that energy into the conversation. And it really works. It helps me frame it, but also that energy brings this calmness so that when I am talking with the other counterparts, no matter how difficult it is, it doesn't get out of hand because I declare that intention out loud before the call and also even in the beginning of the call. Kind of what Leonard did in that story. And so final thoughts for today's episode. There's a quote I want to share. Failure is so important. We speak about success all the time. It is the ability to resist failure or use failure that often leads to greater success. I've met people who don't want to try for the fear of failure. This quote was by J.K. Rowling. Folks, I hope by introducing this framework, you have a better sense of how to manage expectations and know what to do when poop hits the fan. (laughs) Rather than freeze, take a deep breath rather than worry, identify where the holes are. Assess the damages. Create solutions that you can take to remedy the situation. When the unexpected happens, when you hit a roadblock, when things go just not as planned, do you often take that as a failure? I have to consciously remind myself sometimes to see those instances as lessons. The greater the lessons, the greater you are setting yourself up for a bigger success. By exercising and expanding your imagination muscle, you'll be able to give yourself the space to see more perspectives if you stay curious and not judgmental. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Send me a DM on Instagram at Benjamin Ye or leave a comment and review if you resonate with today's episode. Does this bias method B-I-A-S. Does it help you process and methodically think through how to solve for your crisis? As always, if you feel you've gained any value from today's episode, please subscribe to the Boom Vision podcast if you haven't already done so. Share this episode with your friends, family, colleagues, or partners that you feel can truly benefit if they've hit a roadblock, if they've hit a crisis, and they just don't know what to do. And if you have a situation that you need help on, If you just need a soundboard to think something through, please feel free to reach out. If I can deliver a quick win for you in helping you process and empower you to navigate your situation, I'm happy to help. Until next time, folks, be kind to yourself, be in the light, be you. Thank you so much for tuning in to my Boom Vision Podcast. If you'd like to find out more about me and this podcast, head over to benjaminyeh.com. That's spelled B E N J A M I N Y E H.com. If you haven't already, click subscribe and I'll catch you next time.